Thanks for those WhatsApp voice notes. We'll certainly uh, continue to play more throughout the remainder of the show. Now, this interview has been brought to you by CEDA, that is the Small Enterprise Development Agency. And today we're focusing on the Pitch for Funding initiative, which CEDA says is a way of affording entrepreneurs the opportunity to test their business ideas and find out if the idea is bankable or not, and if it can attract potential investment. Well, Mr. Colin Lishowu is the Acting Executive Manager of CEDA Technology Program. Mr. Lishowu, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. Good morning to you, Cathy, and also good morning to your listeners this morning. Let me also welcome T.D. Mukwe. Mugoma, who is a farmer and MD of Rabbitville. Uh, good morning, Tidi. Good morning. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. And I understand that you are also the winner of this year's program. Yes, that is true. Okay, great. So we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, Colin, let me perhaps begin with you so that you can tell us a bit more about the Pitch and Perfect program. Certainly, Cathy. So, um, CEDA, obviously, being the um, Small Enterprise Development Agency, an agency of the Department of Small Business Development, has got the program which we call Pitch and Perfect. Um, so, this initiative aims to facilitate improved access to finance for SMMEs and improved deal flow for investors. So, basically, we're bringing um, you know, these guys, the SMMEs, together with the investors so that they can see if there's um, potentially deals that can come from that. It also provides SMMEs from our branches, our incubators. So we've got 54 branches. We've got 110 incubators throughout the country, as well as our centers for entrepreneurship with professional tools on how to present business cases effectively and efficiently, also to deliver persuasive pitches to potential funders and to improve access to market because we know that's one of the barriers of entry for SMMEs, access to market, and we want to make sure that we are able to then you know, just uh, assist them with that, as well as technology and finance. It also enables CEDA business mentors, um, our multipliers, our branches, and our incubators to learn how to run and adjudicate, adjudicate pitching competitions. So what we mean is that it is important for us that we've got SMMEs that's always ready to be able to pitch to, you know, for possible or potential investors at any time because we understand the landscape and we understand that um, SMMEs need access to finance, and sometimes it's in that specific opportunity or that moment that they would be able to do it. Um, annually, also, CEDA provides a platform for SMMEs to learn how to pitch business cases as well as to test and perfect their pitching skills. Mm. The Let, aim, yeah, go ahead. The aim, um, Cathy, is to attract funding and new markets which will enable the business to grow and to become sustainable. Thank you. So let's talk about the 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 businesses that were shortlisted to participate in the Pitch and Perfect program. How did you go about that selection process? So what we do is we do provincial workshops or what we call art of pitching masterclasses. Mm. And then after that, we basically then um, narrow the participation um, where these guys would then, you know, pitch their specific businesses, pitch what they need within their businesses. And we will then take the top SMEs per province. So we went throughout the country, went into all nine provinces, and then we chose the best of the best within the provinces to then participate within the national competition. 
So um, it is really for us, um, you know, an honor to work with these SMMEs because that's where we then see not only the drive, the passion that they have, but also sometimes niche markets, as we've seen with this year's winner, and um, which could potentially really be a great business case, not only for ourselves, for the province as well as for South Africa. Mm. Sidi, let me come to you. And as the MD of Rabbitville, firstly, did you think that pitching would be such a crucial part of your business when you were conceptualizing it and when you started to uh, take it to market? Thank you, Cathy. Indeed, it is very crucial uh, to pitch for your business. You know, it's another way of letting the, you know, the community know about the business, mm. particularly for us in the rabbit industry. I mean, it's still a niche market. And for us to raise awareness about the business, does, like going through the pitching competitions, it's another way of uh, raising awareness about it. And again, it's a good way for I mean, receiving funding. You know, you know that you have hope that while you pitch your business, someone will hear about you mm. and you'll be able to get investment for the business. So it is quite crucial. How different are you pitching your business now versus when you first began? Uh, how different is the story that you're telling potential investors? And maybe you can give us a snippet for our listeners as well. <laughs> okay, so initially I was incubated by another good institution mm-hmm. and they groomed me from scratch on how to pitch your business. First and foremost, you must understand your market, your demographics, where are your clients hiding, you understand? So back then and now, I've grown so much in the business. I get to, um, I got to understand my industry fully, both locally and international markets. So for now, I've grown so much because I've been pitching all throughout. And I'm also a current winner for another award, if I'm able to, sp- to speak about it. Yes. I'm a current winner for the ESCOM BIC 2020. So having this for, from CEDA again for us, you know, is a great deal. So I've learned how to pitch the com- uh, our company, mm-hmm. investors, they know about us, different institutions, Department of Agriculture, CEDA, we are their clients. So really we've been making strides in South Africa. And NCD, what do you do in the rabbit business? <laughs> so we breed <laughs> rabbits from scratch. We have a farm where we operate in mm-hmm. and then we have parent stock. We raise baby rabbits. We take them to an abattoir that is uh, licensed to export. And we just process it into burevors, biltong, mincemeat, burgers, the likes. I mean, it's a delicacy. It's meat that is white, it's lean. It's an additional to chicken, addition to fish and pork. Mm. So we're now providing a variety of white meat that is lean, that is high in nutrition. And did you know that it is the cheapest protein you can ever find in all the meat combined? So that's pretty much what we do. So how popular is rabbit meat maybe in South Africa, but also in, in, in the rest of the world, depending on what uh, your aspirations are when, when it comes to exporting um, rabbit? Cathy, if I can tell you, our people have been eating rabbit. I mean, it's an indigenous uh, meat. They've mm. been catching rabbits in the forests, in the mountains. But now what we do is we're doing it safely. We are breeding them according to regulations. We're keeping them safe. It is clean safe meat that we just produce for the lovers out there. South African people, they do love this meat. It is a delicacy. But on the international market, the European countries in in Asia, it's meat, it's everyday meat. 
So it's nothing new to them. Mm-hmm. But in South Africa, people, you know, they have forgotten their indigenous ways of life. But this is how we, we bring it to the community to say, hey, instead of eating meat that is high in cholesterol, we have meat that is lean, low in cholesterol, low in fat, high in protein. It has all high nutritional content that you can ever find. So that's how we bring it to the people. And we want to see restaurants, we want to see large retail stores having ready meat as the product in their shelf and on their tables. All right, we're going to continue the conversation with C.D. Mukoma, who is a farmer and MD of, of Rabbitville, and uh, Mr. Colin Lishou, who is the acting executive manager at CEDA Technology Program. Uh, just thinking about rabbits, you know, I remember my grandmother's herdsmen, they would always come back having caught rabbits. And I would feel so sorry for those rabbits because they're such cute-looking animals. And I thought... Why? Why are we having the rabbit for dinner? But yeah, so that's part of what has helped Tidi Mukoma's business grow into what it is today. We'll continue uh, the conversation. I'll also take your calls on 011-714-2006. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point and we're looking at CEDA, that is the Small Enterprise Development Agency's Pitch and Perfect program. Uh, we're joined by an executive of CIFA, Mr. Lishou, and Tsidi Makoma, who is a farmer and MD of Rabbitville. So, Mr. Lishou, you know, Tsidi has talked about her journey, but also I think when you hear from her own experience, she's benefited from so many different programs that have helped her become the businesswoman that she is today. For people who don't necessarily have access to, um, you know, this kind of support, what advice would you as Sifa have for them? Thank you, Kathy. I think that um, it is important for our listeners to know that CEDA, which is a small enterprise development agency, is an agency that assists SMMEs with non-financial assistance. That means from what Fidi has spoken about in terms of, you know, because it's, it's basically training that they go through. And that is what we want to assist SMMEs with. So we have different trainings that we do. You know, we've got different interventions that we assist small businesses with. For instance, I can ju- just mention a few. We do marketing material. We do business plans. Um, you know, if you are intending on buying an existing business, we would do due diligence on that business. And CEDA will then carry 90% of the cost. And the client would only then carry 10% of the cost. So we've got our sister agency, and that is CIFA, which is the Small Enterprise Finance Agency. And they are responsible for financing of small businesses. Mm. So we are there to get them ready so that they can be a CD from Rabbitsville and be able to pitch their businesses. I always say that, you know what? We do not discriminate against any person. Any person that is, you know, likely to have a business idea or who are in business already, they should just reach out to their nearest feeder office and we would be able to make it happen for them. And Sidi, what did you find were just some of the challenges that um, that you faced as, as a business owner having to walk through uh, this journey and, and commit to it? So one of our challenges, uh, thank you, Kathy, 
is that um, rabbit farming is still new in South Africa. So we are not well regulated in terms of the Department of uh, Agriculture Act and Animal Husbandry Act. So large scale of our market is international. But for us to be able to um, send our distribution to international market, we first have to be regulated in our country. For that has been a major challenge, uh, to be honest, because market is out there and agriculture on its own is, a, it, it's, you know, uh, um, you need large scales in order to see profitable margins. So, again, having facilities that are licensed and ready to be export, that are export ready, it was just quite a challenge just to pull through uh, to, to that range. I, I, I have a listener here, Tidi. Uh, Muzi is asking, how much is one rabbit <laughs> if they were to buy one rabbit? I don't know if you costed in that way, but I think Muzi is also being silly. No, he's not being silly. Thank you, Muzi. So one live rabbit as a parent stock for you to start breeding rabbit, mm. it's 700 rand. So for that, it is prodigy, it is pedigree live rabbits that are particularly uh, made to breed. So when you uh, you buy slaughtered uh, rabbit meat at 70 rand per kg, so it depends whether you want mm. to process whole, cut into portions, you know, process into boulevards, it just varies. But the live rabbit, it ranges from 700 rand, but a slaughtered rabbit that is ready to be cooked, it ranges from 70 rand per kg and upwards. Mm. And and are the rabbits that you are breeding, CD, are they different to what people just catch out in the bushveld? Yes. So the ones in the bushveld, it's actually a red meat species. Mm. So what we keep as white meat is different from the different species. Ours is white meat and the other one is red meat. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for that. Really insightful having this conversation. Um, I've got one voice note for you, Colin, and it's really about the services uh, that CEDA offers. I'm going to uh, just queue it up and we'll get a response from you after this. Yeah, hi, Kathy. This is Sheikh here from Soweto. Listen, some of us already know how to pitch. Some of us know our market. Some of us know everything about our businesses. All we need is just funding to scale up. Now, these companies, uh, these finance institutions like Oceda and CIFA, they never respond to emails. I don't know how many emails I've sent to them. I don't know how many proposals I've sent to them. They just do not respond. Just like last week when the other lady was there yet, uh, last week, I sent an email immediately afterwards. Till today, nothing. Please tell these people to respond to us. And, and that's such an important issue, Colin, because last week we had uh, the deputy chair of the CEDAR board, Nomsokana, on. And, um, you know, she referred a lot of the questions that people were asking to that needed follow-up from CEDAR um, to the the website. And, and so I, I asked our listeners to tell us how the progress is and what they're experiencing uh, when it comes to following up on those questions. And and this listener says he tried and no luck. Thank you so much for that, Kathy. I think um, what needs to happen, and I and I think it's, it's obviously a problem that most probably a lot of people are really facing at the moment. From a CEDAR perspective, we've got nine provincial offices and then we've got 54 branches. And all of those details are they on the website. So if people want to contact a specific branch, it is on the website. 
the details of the provincial manager and the provincial manager's uh, you know number is also on the website. I heard the gentleman said he's from Gauteng. So there's a specific email address for Gauteng where he can send his query to, and then they would be able to assist him, which is infogp at cedar.org.za. Infogp at cedar.org.za. And like I'm saying, with many of the other you know, provinces, they've got uh, their details on the website, and they would be able to be um, contacted in that fashion. Yes, but Colin, but, he's saying that there was no response to his email address. Let me do this. I, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to the, this issue, but it's 10.30. I'm going to go to Anne Musa with the latest news headlines, and we'll continue this conversation after the headlines. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. So we continue the conversation with CEDA. We're talking about their Pitch and Perfect program. And joining us has also been the winner of this year's program at Sidimukoma, who is a farmer and MD of Rabbitville. Uh, Colin Lishowu is the acting executive manager, CEDA Technology Program. So Colin, uh, again, you know, the, the request from our listeners that Following the details that were given last week, he followed up and sent emails, but he's not yet received a response. Kathy, I would, I would really like to just know from uh, the specific listener which email address was used so that I can follow it up as well. But um, there is an email address that we normally give, which is, I just gave you the Gauteng one. There's the national one, which is info at I'm not sure if you use that one. There's a number that you can call as well. So, so, so that's the one that was given on air last week. The info at cedar.org. Yes. Let me follow it up, um, Kathy, and then I would definitely, if the gentleman can leave his details, I will personally come back to him um, with a response. All right. Uh, it, yeah. It is important that I also say, um, because there's, there's quite a lot of confusion in terms of cedar and CFAS roles. Although we two entities, uh, you know, responsible for small business development, one is doing non-financial assistance and the other is doing financial assistance. But I would like to just say this, and it's quite exciting. About a week and a half ago, the minister launched the Youth Challenge Fund, which is a fund specifically for young people in in the country. And we ought to help at least 15,000 young people by 2024. That means 5,000 youth per annum. Um, there is detail of the fund on both CEDA and CIFA's website as well as on the DSPD's website. So um, I would like to, you know, just encourage the young people to also apply for that. All right, I've got a message here from Champ in Bolugwane. And Champ says a person is more likely to start a successful business from employment back then than just school. The inflexibility of their hours and programs that are during work time make them only available to those completely available. Not everyone needs a business plan or training. They should re-evaluate their assessment program uh, to allow for more access. So uh, that's one message there from Champ who's saying that as somebody who is employed but also um, is running a business on the side, he finds it difficult to be part of some of your programs. Kathy, there's some of our programs that's um, available online, so he will definitely just have to check the CEDA website. We've made some of our programs available online. The reason why most of the programs happen during the day is because that is when most business people would be in the business 
and they would be able to spend time you know, on the specific businesses that they are responsible for. I think what we've also done is we've moved away from your traditional way of doing business where people have to come into an office, and we've started looking at virtual you know, assistance. So a lot of our programs now is moving um, virtually onto you know, the Internet. We're doing a lot of you know, Zoom um, training sessions, et cetera. So I would say it, it is definitely there. If he could not make it for the training during the day, he could ask for a copy of the recording, and they would be making or they can make available that recording to him so that he can see what was being discussed during that specific training. So absolutely, we are moving away from how we used to do it, and we are moving online where a lot of people and a lot more people can access what we are doing. All right. So we're going to then leave it there for today. CD, just before I let you go, maybe a little bit on what the future holds for your business. Hello, CD. Hello, Kathy. Hi. I'm good Yes, I can hear you now. So I was saying that right. before I let you go, maybe yes. just a little bit on what the future holds for your business. Oh, thank God that we got this uh, investment of one million from mm. Freedom. So, I mean, we are ready to put up a, a processing unit that has solar energy as an alternative. One of our major downward spiral, uh, spiral is that we had high overheads in terms of logistics. There's only one abattoir in South Africa that is export ready. So we had to take our produce to housing and that really uh, cut off our margins. So now we'll be able to put up an on-farm abattoir and then we are able to supply our own market, cutting costs and actually uh, having more profits by 80% for real. So wow. the future is looking great for us. We're so excited <laughs> as Robert. So we are ready to work. We are ready to be on international platforms. Congratulations, Tsidi Mukoma. There, you, you certainly so sound like a worthy recipient, a farmer and MD of Rabbitville. And of course, um, you can look out for the Pitch and Pro a Perfect program that will continue in 2022. And just a reminder that this conversation has been brought to you by CEDA.